Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose. You know what's funny is every single time I start to say hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose, you yawn at that exact moment every single time. Do I really? And you know why I know? Because obviously when I edit, I hear you go, and I always think you need to say something. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice that. Yep, everything. I'll I'll make a compilation of all of the times that you yawn when I start to say hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose. Anyways. (laughs) Okay. Hello and welcome to Hardcover <laughs> a long distance book lover, two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Cabrera Dixon. And I am Sammy Scorstad. <laughs> Together we have come through book talk, combined our to be read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The book of the moment for today's episode is Devon and Chris Plan a Wedding by Chensia C. Higgins. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. Chensia C. Higgins is just a girl from Texas who has made it her mission to create stories in which sassy Southern Black women are loved out loud. In 2019, she won a Romance Slam Jam Emma Award for her debut paranormal romance, Janine, his true alpha. (laughs) (laughs) When, When she isn't hunkered down in her writing cave, Chensia can be found with her nose in a book saving recipes on pinterest for things she'll never make yeah same and dreaming about even further south for the winter before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding the book i'm gonna go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of the book for the sorry hiccups for the sake of contextualizing it quote devon and chris have six weeks to plan their dream wedding their whole relationship is fake instant i do could be chris zavala's big break she's right on the cusp of really making it as an influencer so a stint on reality tv is the perfect chance to elevate her brand that isn't that just the (laughs) anyway yeah (laughs) and a hundred thousand dollars wouldn't hurt either devon miller is just trying to break out of her shell she's sort of neglected to come out of to her mom for years so a big splashy fake wedding is just the excuse she needs all they have to do is convince their friends and family they're getting married in six weeks if anyone guesses they're not for real they're out selling their chemistry on camera is surprisingly easy and it's still there when no one else is watching which is an unexpected bonus winning this competition is going to be a piece of wedding cake but each week of the competition brings new challenges and soon the money's the prize money's not the only thing at stake A reality show isn't the best place to create a solid foundation, and their fake wedding might just derail their relationship before it even starts. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Uh, I couldn't find any trigger warnings for this book on the website. There was some racism. Yeah, and there was, like, homophobia, the idea of homophobia. Yeah. The looming threat. Yes. But other than that, this was a pretty just easy safe read i think yeah mm-hmm. i agree yeah um so <laughs> you were you were snapchatting me last night uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> when you were reading it uh, um go, okay. go ahead go ahead give, okay, give okay, me some okay, thoughts okay. and feelings thoughts and feelings i um so listen to the audiobook um listening i listened yesterday when i i think i st- did I start it yesterday? I think I no. read it in one day also. Yeah. I either started it yesterday or the day before, but it was like while I was – I think it was mostly yesterday. Like I got in the car to drive down to school. Mm-hmm. And I was – yeah, it was because I remember where I was in the drive when Chris walked in and Devon 
choked. And yeah, uh huh. Uh-huh. And I remember exactly where I was in my drive because I was <laughs> feeling so giddy over this book. <laughs> All I needed was a sapphic romance. To yep. get me going again. And now I want to read all the books. Um, Good. Yeah. And, oh, my God. I just fucking, like, Chris was so hot. Devon was so mm-hmm, hot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The way their attraction to each other was written. And it was just, like, it, it was so gay. Like, they dropped the it I love so you. Gay. Yes. Like, three weeks in. Four weeks yes. in. It was... Oh my god, I loved it. It was such a definitionally gay romance. Like, yes. it just really... It followed all the rules. And you know what is really funny? Is I think that the format of having it be, like, based on this reality show was kind of perfect. Yeah. Like, it... it and I, I sent you this over text yesterday, but I wanted to say it here, too. It was literally giving love is blind, but more yes. believable because it's gay. Yes. Yes, like, of course the gays are going to move that fast. Yeah, it's, yes, have you ever heard of a U-Haul lesbian? Yes, like, it's, exactly. It's just how it works. Um, so One I, thing yeah. I do have to say, the premise of the show that, like, mm-hmm. bringing, like, it's like whiplash for your family. It's kind of a fucked, like, idea oh, yeah. to be like, haha, gotcha, to, like, all of your family members. For sure. Like, some of the, like, the premise of the reality show is pretty fucked up. But it was... I almost think... Did you not feel like it was... The premise was kind of like a critique on actual reality dating shows? Like, I thought it was more like a a critique on, like, Love is Blind, for example, right? Like, where, oh, you actually are convincing because you're trying to convince yourself that you're in love with this person after six Mm. weeks and then you're getting married? Mm. I I felt like it was more of a critique. Maybe I I was just like that because I'm a little <laughs> cynical. <laughs> yeah. No, I like that better because that okay, so I just have no critical thinking skills. Okay, yes. No, I <laughs> no, like <laughs> No. We are not putting ourselves down, Sammy. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. I like that is a really good Right? Like it's point. a critique. Yeah. It's like it's like yeah, it would be totally fucked up to convince everyone in your life that you're getting married to this person in six weeks, right? It's like that. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. That's uh, my thought. Okay. Same with, like, okay, love. Okay. It's like a critique on, like, Love Island and all those things, I felt. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe I was reading too far into it. Maybe it was no, just, that I was like, the concept. But Read too far into it. You should. Yes. But I really thought, like, the, the format of the six weeks was pretty funny because I was like, yeah, that's how most lovey reality tv shows work and i was yep. like yeah everything about like i i think that even though nobody had said i do prior to like them or like one couple right or something right no nobody else had they okay were nobody had. that's right i felt like it was this is a better format of a reality love show because their idea is working together to convince people that you're in love Right. And while that's happening, you're not focusing on forcing love. So if it happens, that's true. it's happening. It's not like love is blind and all those things where it's like, you're, you're literally f- like, who can I be matched with, with and force myself to pretend I'm in love with? And I have to like try every person who comes yeah. on. And then say or- I do at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It felt more like, huh, maybe this would work because you're putting yourself in a position where you're picking someone who, yeah, I could probably like you. So it's going to be no, but to everybody else. They didn't even choose oh, the yeah. person. You're right, the you're producers right. did. Right. So like, And I loved that because it was like, 
Devon was in the confessional or whatever and was mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, Chris ooh, so whoever, <laughs> whoever gets with Chris, like, Lord have mercy. And, like, somebody better help them. So like, funny. Chris is so hot. And then, but then she was like, I don't know, but I guess, like, Tanisha is, like, my type, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, it was Chris. So funny. I just loved, I loved the layers of this story because, like you said, this was, like, silly. It was fun. But it was but, also like, oh, I'm crying, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was also like, <laughs> why am I, why is Devon's brain my brain? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was very much like, I, I was like, dude, the balls on this woman. Yeah. For, <laughs> for making her coming out experience be this, you know? So honestly, smart though, with the whole like, there's a camera around one thing my mom will care about above all else yeah is like coming off as like a united family front like supportive family front on yeah. camera if other yeah, people yeah. are watching really so i know it was kind of really yeah you don't want to hate crime me on tv nope <laughs> um uh-uh. i just thought it was so it was it really got me i mean you know i'm a crybaby but it got yeah. me when um Devon was coming out to her mom. Oh my god, yeah. That whole scene made me like super emotional. Mm-hmm. I think it made me I got in it touched my anger, I think. Because Chris, like Chris was describing her anger towards mm-hmm. Devon's mom, which yeah. happened like after the church scene and everything like that, where she was just like, I and then the whole like Devon's mom made a comment about Chris's family potentially being racist and that was so fucked up and and then Chris like stepped in and like stood up for herself and for Devon and like the way they supported each other through that even though they had only known each other for like a week Mm -hmm. and I thought that was really very cool but also when they were in the car and it was Devon's friend in there with her Mm-hmm. And it was Devon, Chris, and her friend. I forget her name. But, um, and they were talking about it, and like Devon realized her mom had known all oh, yeah. these years. Yeah, yeah. And well, her friend's like, well, I guess that's better than like her being like angry, you know? Mm-hmm. No, like you don't understand. Right, right. Like she let me hide this for years and think right. this was something I had to hide. Mm-hmm. And, like and Chris and I loved how like Chris knew what was going on, but also like was just letting Devon do, have like just moment. have her moment, but also yeah. like I'm here to support you. Yeah, I'll walk away if you need. Knew when to step in and be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, like we're not taking we're not taking the shit, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That I think that was one of the most powerful scenes, and like that tapped into my anger and like no, you deserve better feelings. I totally agree. I totally agree. I liked that Chris got to like discuss being Afro Latina. Uh huh. And I yeah, I think I think this book just had so many layers of like yeah, that is an important thing to touch on. And it and was like these it, characters feel real, real. Yeah, you know they do. Mean? Yeah, I think like I feel like these are real people, and mm-hmm. I like, and I think with a lot of books, it's like oh they like the author was tr- like you could see the mechanisms that were used like you could almost see the parts behind the curtain of like 
oh, they were trying to get to this so that they could mention this in the book or something. Yeah. But mm-hmm. this felt just so much more, like like you said, like real. Like this was just yeah. a real story. It was on stage. It was stage. also funny. Yeah. It was like, it was so funny. Like the part, um, shoot, where somebody was asking Chris what her pronouns are. Oh my fucking and god. And she was like, she, I had her, to pause. and daddy went to especially pause. feeling especially nasty. I had and to pause. Devon goes, Chris, you can't in my, mother's my mama's house. house. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. My little note for that part was gasp. Yes. <laughs> I had to pause the book when that happened. Oh, so funny. I is lo- such a dad. I loved, oh I loved Chris. I loved Chris I so much. I was in love with Chris. I, I am same, in love with Chris. <laughs> same. Oh, oh, yeah. My weakness. Um. Yep. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I also loved like Chris's conversation with her family mm-hmm. and the way they were all just like, yeah, we support you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Devon yeah. seems amazing. Like, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. This was just like, it was every, like, like, this is why we need more stories like this, is my is what I'm trying to get at. Is yeah. if, if, for example, we had had this story when we were 16. Oh, God. Like, I probably would have things that would have happened a lot sooner. <laughs> I would have not entered a relationship with a man, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> that lasted six years. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm dead, bro. I'm dead. Like, the, the, I think when we were growing up with, you know, the internet being a rather dark place, I know it still is, but it was like very it's dark, dark. <laughs> dark, dark at that time. Um, there was just so much intensity on, like, if you come out, it's going to be a horrible thing. Yeah. Um, which is horrible for the little gaze of our youth yeah. to have experienced. Um, and so I, I feel like the, like the conversation between Chris and his dad, I have it like highlighted where it was like, he kept my cheek and smiled. And yet I always feel like I could do more. This guy, I slid out of my seat and walked right into the arms that he'd already spread in anticipation of my next move. I love you, Poppy. I whispered. Cuanto, he asked as he patted my back, something he hadn't asked since I was a teenager. Con todo el mundo. And still, I love you more. Like, these oh. were, like, the loving relationships, like, with, a, with like, an openly gay and queer, like, um, child that we needed to see when we were yeah. growing up. You know what I mean? So I think, like, books like this are changing the game, man. They are. And, like, I know, too, like, Chris kind of reflected on her own coming out, which happened after her sister came out. Yeah. And, like, because she saw, and then she confessed to her sister, and then she went to her mom, and her mom just immediately was like, all right, like, do you want new clothes? Let's go get you new clothes. Like, what Like, what yeah. do you want to wear? Like, it was all very... And, oh, like, that would have been life-changing for us to have that in yeah. media. Yeah. <laughs> And parents to have that in media, too. Yes, to, to be seeing, like, this is how people are reacting to these situations. This is how you love and support your kid. This is what mm-hmm. they want to hear when mm-hmm. they tell you this. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Before we move on to discuss the rest of Devon and Chris plan a wedding, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, let's continue the conversation. What else? I obviously I was like, they have to say I do at the end of oh, this. Oh, they have like, to. Yeah, they're on the wedding cake. <laughs> the yeah. <cover. laughs> also, you know what's really funny? Hmm. I have seen this book all over BookTwit, all over BookTok for at least since it came out, mm-hmm. and I never realized it was gay. But how stupid am I? Because literally, the cake has rainbow colors on it. Like the <laughs> layers of the cake are rainbow. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I haven't. I just never looked. Yeah. I never looked close enough. I guess, but I was like, I've seen this book everywhere, and I never realized that it was queer. Well, it's queer. Talk about my lack of critical thinking skills. (laughs) That's just observation skills. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Um, No. Okay. Wait. What did I want to talk about? I wanted to talk about. Um. Okay, they say the I love you. Oh, there's no third act breakup. Yeah, I and you know what? I was waiting for it. I, I was, was like, just, okay, we're at eighty five percent. I know, I know. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, there's twenty five minutes left. Like, I know I'm on two point five times speed, but like, yeah, no, that's not I was like, okay, come on, come on. We don't have enough time for a breakup to occur and for me to be okay with you guys. The reconciliation. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. No, and I know I was like fuck i right before i thought there was gonna be it was at the club and tanisha showed up and yeah, 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 and yeah. chris gets jealous which was really hot <laughs> but um and i was like okay third act breakup's coming i like literally paused it and i'm like i'm gonna do something else for a little bit I'm i don't dead. need to, i don't need to do that and then i don't want the breakup yet <laughs> and then only to find later that night when i uh, started up again that they just went to have sex in the club bathroom. Yeah. And they did not break I up. Them. I love yeah, them. I love them too. I love them. I, <sighs> yeah. You know what? It was really fucking refreshing to not have a third act breakup. It was. Though it did make me stressed the closer I got to the end because I yeah. was like, it's happening. It has um, to. Yeah. It no. was really refreshing because I just sometimes fucking hate, like, especially when it's just miscommunication. Like, I just. When it's it so irks forced. Me. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like, why? When it comes out of yeah. left field, you're just like, okay, just because yeah. you wanted to stick to the classical format of like, here's the third act breakup and then we get back together and then happy ever after at the end, right? Yeah. I This was so nice to just be like, oh, I didn't have to have any emotional turmoil at the end of no. the happy book. No. Which was quite yeah, nice. It was so nice. Also, okay, let's talk about, let's talk about Devon fucking Chris. Let's yes. talk, like... Yes. Devon yes. really and, okay. And Chris was, <laughs> Let me get my water. <laughs> Chris was so shocked. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. We were all like Devon. We were this, all shocked. We were all shocked. Devon, yes. the sweet, a little reserved, like yes, confident about herself, but also like you know, living in the body of a plus size woman. Like you know, there's it's not always easy and then so chris was thinking like oh i'm gonna have to like get it out of her you know and then devon just was like 
No, nope. I'm fucking you. I'm fucking you. <laughs> I just, um, pardon the squawk. <laughs> I, I wasn't, I, I did not think that sound was what was about to come out of me, but yeah. Um, I was like, for a second, I was like, did I stop paying attention and I mixed up the characters? Nope. And then I was like, no, I did not. No, I did not. Devon just, you know, she knows what she wants. She knows how to get it. And she knows, you know, she knows. It's Chris. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I just love them. I love them. I loved that first scene and when they're like, Oh my god, we still have we're still mic'd up. Yes. <laughs> and, and Chris was like, I mean, they already know what was happening. So yeah. There's nothing we can do said, about it now. They said we can't delete any of the footage. So uh <clears throat> that's for the editors. Like that's yeah. so funny. That is so funny. Also the like zero percent panic. I would have been panicked. <laughs> yeah, no. That is so funny. They had full faith in those producers, let they me just really say. Did. Kevin. They had faith in Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Um, uh, yeah, I just... And when they also, like you said before, when they had sex in the club, I was like... Uh. Yeah. And then they get walked in on. Yep. So fucking funny. And there was also funny. no panic then. It was just like, all right, let's go. Like, Yeah. So funny. I love it. I cannot. I cannot. That is so hot. I'm I looking was... through my notes because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I highlighted that part. Yeah. Um, one thing I do, like, Devon's own, like, f- just having a hard time. Because I think it started, it probably started to come out before. But it was like, oh, it was when Chris was telling Devon, like, I actually want to be real with this. Like, I want you to l- let me love you. Yeah, essentially, and then Devon went and convinced herself. It was like, oh, but it, like it would have been anyone here. Like mm-hmm, you would have, mm-hmm. you would have tried to love anyone you got matched up with. It's not about me. Yeah, it's about you and what you want and the timing and everything. Like this could have been anyone. Right, right. And I think I related so much to Devon's. Like, <laughs> do they really love me? Yeah. Like, can they? is this all like i don't know is this real is this genuine and um like that came out too (laughs) after because devon accidentally said i love you and then chris said i love you and then devon was like that's it (laughs) like what are your (laughs) reasons like why do you love me tell me (laughs) tell me why and like you've known me for four weeks like if if you don't have reasons how could you actually like you barely know me how could you actually love me if you don't tell me the reasons yeah. and um and like chris knew chris like picked up on like all of her little micro energies and changes and everything yeah. but yeah and even at the end like near the end or when they decided to like keep moving forward like it was just so difficult for devon to to accept that love and yeah Well, and that's why I also thought it was, you know, I know that that was a serious convo, but I think Chris is just so funny because she was like, I was the first person in the history of my school to fail drama. (laughs) Like, I can't lie to you. I'm not faking this. Yeah. (laughs) That was so funny. I love Chris. So funny. I love Chris, too. I just loved them. I loved their, like, um, I just loved the way that they talked to each other also. Like, I know a lot of the times when we read romance novels, it feels like the dialogue feels very Wattpad-y or it feels yeah. very, like, 
this is not how people speak to each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This just felt so like I'm listening to their conversation. Like, it really felt like just like honest. But it was also so flirty and cute. Yeah, and I love it was them. like, <laughs> and like, oh my God. There was a couple of times where the author like described Chris as like pinning um Devon with her stare like and it oh, was yeah. just like mm-hmm. and I was like oh I can picture that I can yep 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 um, I know yep what a feeling yep um what else I, oh my god they're PDA yes I, am I a P- like I reading this I was <laughs> You're like so funny I feel like you, you have a lot to explore <laughs> I know <laughs> yeah but it was so cute like they it just, was like, so cute all the little touches, like, there were covering touches, but then there was also, like, ooh, like, I just want to make out with you right now, and yeah. I don't yeah. care who the fuck yeah. is around, and a, a little bit was a bit much in front of, like, family members and stuff, but it was, like, it, <laughs> I just enjoyed reading it. I fully agree. I found um, a passage from when Devon is saying I love you to Chris. Okay, let's hear it. And where she's like, okay, well, I know it's only been a few weeks and this is supposed to be fake. Immediately her brow furrowed. Uh huh. She interrupted fiercely. I don't want to preface. No disclaimers. Tell me straight up what the deal is and stand in that shit if you mean it. And then she says, Chris Zavala, I love you painfully and also I'm in love with you. (laughs) I love, I love, I love. And then how Chris responds, yo también te amo. Like, yeah. I just love, I love, ah! <laughs> oh, and, and then like, Devon texted like... me last night about how Chris calls Devon oh, preciosa. My... I oh. love, ah! <laughs> I love, because she was calling, Chris was calling Devon beautiful, but she was calling everybody mm-hmm. beautiful. And then I love that Devon was like, I need my own name. If we're going to convince yeah, your family that, here. <laughs> yeah, if we're going to convince your family that we are madly in love, I need my own little pet name. And mm-hmm. Chris was like, all right, I'll get back to you. And then it just happened without even talking about it. Like, yes. she just started calling I her Preciosa. It. And I was like, <gasps> she I also said, I think I also <laughs> really love um, my love. And so yeah. she used my love yeah. and Mia more multiple yes. times. And I also just love that. I love all pet names in Spanish. I feel like I, yeah. It can't be sp- cringy if it's in Spanish. Yeah, I, I think it can't be cringy if it's in any language. I think all. Mm. I think, but I just only ever experienced them heterosexually. Yeah. And so there are so many things where I'm like, oh my God, I might be that person in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I just never got a chance to explore that. I'm dead. I'm dead. Oh God. So funny. What is this that I have highlighted? And my note is stop. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the TikTok where it's like me in like AP language learning how to like yes. <laughs> annotate and stuff and then me making annotations now like slay. Slay. <laughs> yes. Stop. Slay. And you know what's funny is some books I feel myself like making an actual annotation and then I'm like, what are you doing? Who are you doing do this for? You're yeah. not being perceived by an English teacher over your shoulder. We literally had to go back to slay. To turn our books in so that they could read our. <laughs> you want to know something really funny? So recently, you met Betsy, who was uh-huh. one of the uh, English teachers from our high school that I'm very good friends with, and 
when she was she was in Portland like last Christmas and that her and her husband came over and we were chit-chatting and whatever and we were talking about like annotations I don't know how we don't don't ask I don't know how we got on that topic Mm -hmm. but I realized I have a copy of um what's the Charles Dickens we all had to read in high school Tale of Two Cities yeah I have my copy of A Tale of Two Cities from her English class 10 years ago mm-hmm. like so long ago where uh we used to have to annotate and turn it in so she could see it and I absolutely only annotated like three pages out of the sections we were supposed to annotate yeah so I showed it to her I was like you gave me 100% for this yep look at look at all the not annotating I did in this book haha <laughs> I doubt there's no way they actually made the annotations because like I I remember on the day the morning of when I had to turn in my books for annotations, scribble, I, scribble. <laughs> I scribble, scribble, like this is important, underline, underline, like yeah, do a little star next to it, write, pull something deep out of my ass and write it down, right, right. like yeah, and just reading so far into things that probably, perhaps, were never that deep. No, the curtains were fucking blue. That's it. Yeah. Yep. 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 Also, uh, do you ever feel yourself like highlighting things when you're reading and you're like, I'm highlighting too much because I don't know, some teacher some time ago told you like, if you highlight everything, then you're saying everything's important. Yep. I just don't. Hi- I don't annotate. I don't highlight very often at all. That's fair. That's fair. Like, most of the time it's just audiobooks. Right, right, right. And I'm walking or I'm doing something else, and so I don't want to pull my phone out and do, like, the bookmark thing for yeah, it. Yeah, I feel um, that. But I did – one book I really did it with was Everyone in This Room Will Someday Be Dead. Every time I laughed, I, like, went to bookmark it. <laughs> that book. That fucking book. I'm, we're reading uh, – I'm reading one of the other books we're going to read later this month. Which one? Oh, all about love. Mm, uh-huh. Fuck, sorry. Was uh-huh. I not supposed to say that? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, and I feel myself literally highlighting like every other paragraph, and I'm like, okay. okay. But I think bell hooks is a different ball game. It feels like I'm in an English class, though, in that kind of way. Not in a bad way, but in, but like, in a like, like I'm like, I need oh, to. Well, this is. I'm literally making actual smart comments and stuff. Like, okay. Yeah. Damn. I have a question. So I'm doing the pop sugar reading challenge this year, and one of the prompts is like read a book from the year you were born this book was published in 99 can i just lie can i just say does it have to be this month no but what i don't really want to read another book from the 90s (laughs) there's probably something good (sighs) okay wait i want to know really you want to (laughs) know oh just kidding i was um, famous books from 1998. Holes. Holes was published then. I'm not going to read Holes. A Clash of Kings by George R.R. R. Martin. <gasps> I read it last year. Wait, yeah. which, one, which one is that one? Is it the, what color is it? Blue and gold. No, it's the gold one. I read that last year. Damn it. Um, that's from 1998 <laughs> Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets was also 98 I'm just not into the transphobe I know I know but I feel like in a lot of ways Harry Potter is separate from 
J.K. Rowling and everything else J.K. Rowling mm. does. Uh, the queers have reclaimed reclaimed Harry Potter. That's true. That's true. And there a video game that just came out? There's a lot of yeah. people talking online. I about know something. the video game looks fun. Doesn't she make money off of it though? That's the thing. Probably. You can't buy the video game secondhand, unfortunately. No. Like I, I think, I think this is one of the things that the gays have been like. We cannot take this piece of happiness away from ourselves. Mm, yeah, it's such a hard thing. It is. It's a hard thing. Um, Why do people have to be assholes? Don't create something uh, good and then be an asshole. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I think you can use 1999 because I'm looking at the famous books from 1998. And they look boring. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. That's why when I was enjoying All About Love, I was like, huh, maybe I could just lie. She yep. probably wrote it in. <laughs> You're so right. Right? You're yeah. so right. Harry Potter, so. Chamber of Secrets, Holes, Clash of Kings. The Poisonwood Bible? Mm. No. No. I can't. That's so funny. I literally read Clash of Kings in December. That's so infuriating. I'm so sorry. We were so close. Just lie. Just lie. Anyways. (laughs) What else? Do you have any other parts that you were like, I'm dying? Um. I think it was cute that they showed each of them their, like, audition tapes. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I think that was really cute. And, like, it wasn't, like, I think I was worried there was going to be something someone said behind the scenes. And then they were going to show yeah. the video. And that was going to be the third act breakup of, like, you said that. Like, you thought this. This is actually, like, there was nothing. Like, it was all very, like, no, I know this person now. And even though this is, like, what they went into this for. Like, I know mm-hmm. what we have now. I remember, like, in the beginning of the book, there was one of the little um, confessionals where Devon said something like, oh, yeah, you know, I feel like faking it's pretty easy. Um, Not that I would ever catch feelings or something like this. And I was like, I was so afraid the whole time that the producers were going to show that to Chris because Chris at that point was like, I think I really like Devon. Yeah, but I think even Chris would have been like, nah, she actually really likes me. Like, Chris yeah, would have yeah, been like, yeah. she's not faking I that shit. I just thought that like, was going to be, I was like, they're yeah. going to bring this up for the third yeah. act breakup. That was my, that was my I idea. thought it was going to be some sort of video, whatever. Um, and then, oh, I loved at the end when they, like, did decide they were going to get yes! married. And Devon yes! got down on one knee <laughs> at mm-hmm. the altar. Like, let's do this for real. Yeah. That was cute. Yes. And then they still gave them $250,000 for the first being the first couple that I know. I loved do. that. I loved that. Everything was just so real. Yeah. Oh, I love love. Literally. And um, Chris going, you sure you want to give up 100K for me? That's a lot of bread. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And Devon being like, do you not see me down on my knee on this filthy floor in this gorgeous custom-made dress that my best friend sewed in three weeks? None of this other stuff matters if I can't have you, Chris. I love you. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> like physical pain. This was such yeah. a good book. So good. I needed this so badly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just love them. Oh, my God. 
have so many things highlighted. But all of their love confessions at the end were so funny mm-hmm. and so wonderful and just so amazing. And like when when uh, the big reveal is happening at the wedding that they, you know, that it was part of a reality show. Uh-huh. And they're like, you kind of have the option, whatever, if you whatever you want to do. And it says laughter rang out. And I looked over the crowd to see my parents nodding their agreement. I met eyes with mommy and felt yeah. my throat tighten. She stood on her feet, her hands clasped over her heart. And I could see that her eyes were glossy. Marry her. She mouthed ah! to me, bringing a smile to my face. <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah. And then I, I love them. I love them too. I also love that Kevin was like, I've never seen a connection like this on this show. Yes. Like you guys have the real thing. Yes. I loved Kevin's little role. I know. I love Kevin. He was wonderful. Yeah. And I was nervous because I was like, mm, producers. Producers, they're evil. Even have... Chris at one point was like, I don't know about this Kevin. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, Kevin's going to be the one that throws a wrench into everything. Yeah. I really thought it was going to be more like the producers are manipulating everything to feel yeah, fake or whatever. Make, Make enemies. This... Yeah. I loved them. But then, what was your rating? Just five stars. I oh yeah, as you should love this. As you should. I was originally coming off of reading "Those Who Wait" when I read this. Okay, and yeah. "Those Who Wait" was such a five star read that when I read this, my initial thought was like, "Ah, oh, it was like a four point five. But after having this discussion with you, I, it's a five. It's a five. <laughs> okay, I think five. I didn't get to appreciate it as much like when I was when I had just finished it because of that. Yeah, so. Upon upon reflecting and looking at my little notes and stuff, I was like, "Oh yeah, no, this is really good. This is really fun. Yes, this was the little kick we we both needed to get back into like enjoying our reading." I feel. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. I can't believe we didn't read it for so long. Also, I know, and it was everywhere. What year did this come out? Twenty twenty one. God, why? How did that? It's been around for so long, but it came out a year into the pandemic. No. No. Wait. This is January 25th, 2022. Okay. Oh. But I don't know if that how true that is. On Goodreads, at least. Originally published August 4th, 2022. Oh. What? What? All of these say 2022. On okay. The more editions. Okay. So it didn't evade us for as long as it felt like it did. No. But I am... Oh, I didn't even look at the reviews. <gasps> Do people like it? It put me in the mood to watch reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> Fun and enjoyable. Da-da-da. The pro tags. I've never seen somebody write pro tags. That's kind of funny. Write the whole damn word. Yeah, you're yeah. already there. Yeah, I, most people like it a lot. It's good. This book is an absolute delight. Nobody's funny. Give me funny little reviews. I feel like the funny reviews only come when the book is bad. Let's be real. That's true. This was a good book. Everybody's like, ah, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what they that have. makes me so happy. That's so fun. I think more books with queer characters who look like these characters need yes. to be popular. Yeah. I felt like... I just I don't know. I felt like a, a a love for this book that 
I would have loved to have this book when I was younger, as I said before. But mm-hmm. it was lovely. It, it was. was exciting. It yeah. was low stakes in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I love the rainbow wedding cake. Yep. Oh. Hi, Yoda. <laughs> she was Arr. sleeping on her little window thing right next to me. Arr. Are you awake now? Arr. I oh. got to meet Yoda. I don't think we said that the last time we discussed. You did. It was late and she was very sleepy. She was sleepy. I popped in for a quick hello. And she was like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> I was sleeping two seconds ago. I know. I love that. My mom, because I was like, she was sleeping with my mom when we got home. And so mm-hmm. I go to my mom's door. I'm like, Yoda, Yoda. <laughs> then my mom comes out like bleary eyed holding Yoda and just hands her over to me. <laughs> well, you know, what's extremely funny is I've never been in your mom's house before. And uh-huh. so uh, you directed me to the bathroom. And then when I came out of the bathroom, Everything was really dark, right? When you turn yeah. the lights off and you're like, I can't see anything. And I have no idea what the floor plan is yeah. in this space. And so I see a figure holding Yoda. <laughs> and I thought it was you because you and your mom are like the same height. Yeah. So I thought it was you. I was like, oh, my God, Yoda. I'm like, I'll talk to her like she's you. And then I see you. And I was like, what's going <laughs> what <the> on? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> this is also post three margaritas at Chili's. So. Yeah. So whatever, take take with that what you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have any further comments? I don't. Just that I loved this. Same, 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 same. More of the same, please. Yep. Authors, please, please give us more. Yep. Of this. Please. Um, thank you. Okay, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Host Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhostpod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Cabrera-Dixon. I'm Sammy Sportsdad. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is Somebody's Daughter by Ashley C. Ford. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading. Bye. Bye.